Hey everyone, my name is Michaela Todd. And I'm Michael Jenkins. And thanks for tuning in for another episode of OK Hear Me Out. It's the podcast where nothing is rehearsed and typically we don't know what we're going to say before we hit record. So buckle in and enjoy. (laughs) What was I supposed to say? Hello, Hello. roomies. Hi. Hi. We have a special guest this week. We have Aurora, the first time you've been on the show. Mm-hmm. After listening for years and years and years, I'm finally being recognized. <laughs> one fan. You were you were recognized. You just haven't been on. Yeah, that's true. And we also have Bianca. Hi. I've been here before. <laughs> yeah, this is her second time. My favorite was when uh, on the last one that you were here. It was like really quiet and you were like sat four feet back and you didn't want to like talk and then when you did you like leaned in the four feet and was like uh hi i'm here yeah hi i'm not techie i don't know how these things work sound bad well it's just <laughs> funny to see people get shy yeah. and then they want to go like right up to the mic That's yeah like, okay you don't have to do that yeah but anyway next time <laughs> if you have something very important to say then i would recommend take it away so um you may have noticed that uh there's wind (laughs) (laughs) we're not in our usual place it'll die down eventually yeah um but this is our first like actual destination podcast i think yeah well we did on on location when we were at the college oh yeah that's true um but this is uh this is camp omo this is (laughs) <laughs> I'm trying to make it work. <laughs> never gonna make it work. Okay, hear me out. Camp Omo. Um, and we are at the Knoxons. Yeah, yeah, the Knoxon Cottage. Cottage. We don't know where it is though. I do. Where is it? <laughs> it's um nowhere. Okay. It's uh, there's no cell phone reception. Not really. Um, well, there's a bit, but you're just with Rogers. So yeah, I don't have a bar. No, to everyone, don't don't go with Rogers. I agree. Yeah. Um, wait, who's everybody with? You're with. Tell us. Tell us. Rogers. Rogers. <laughs> Do you get service at all? Are you getting um, anything in? I'll get a message at two in the morning. Oh, okay. And that's it. And it's like you have to be here right now. Sent at seven p.m. Yeah. And you're like, yeah, yeah. Oops. Oops. Um. Yeah, but we, it's the long weekend. It's Canada Day long weekend, but we're not celebrating because we don't want to get canceled. Mm-hmm. Right? That's a thing. But you still wear red and white. Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm cold. <laughs> he just loves red. Yeah. And um, I'm super sunburned. So I'm red. And I've got lots of bug bites. 
I evened out my tan. And I feel I really good about it. I did not even out my tan. She's stripey like with anything. Yeah. Um, and we did the bubbles. Yeah. Well, let, let's let's talk about the weekend, like how it started, um, because we all have different experiences. Mm -hmm. uh, specifically. Specifically. Uh, <laughs> Aurora. So you had to pick up Braden from the airport. Yes, at 11.45 p.m. And then we drove up here and I drove at, at the speed limit. Okay. Mm -hmm. And made it here in good time. Yeah, before I, I yeah. how that happened. Speed uh, I just could totally tribe traveled because I did not speed again. Definitely don't. Speed. <laughs> She's not criminalizing. Her. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, well, that was kind of the funny thing was that when we were driving here, I stopped to get gas, and then uh, you two wanted to go and get Tim Hortons, and then you stood in line for what it felt like forever. forever. We thought it was gonna be quick, but and the guy that was making the bagels was also the guy that was selling. Chips and stuff. So I stood at the counter. We love a purse. We had to slide him down to come and sell me Q-tips, yeah. which are in someone's bag, by the way. I don't know. Mine. I was wondering where they went or where they came from. <laughs> so, like... so yeah, by the time we figured out this line is quite long, we were already like almost to the front. Yeah. So it was like we can't get, we can't leave now. Yeah. But while I was getting gas, I realized that I lost my visa. So I'm panicking, pumping gas, like, where's my visa card? I, cause I was on the subway that day. I was in office that day. I like, I was all over the city. So I was like, I don't know when I lost it and I don't know who found it and what they're doing with it. And then I got back into the vehicle and I was like, cause I used like my other credit card and I went on the app and locked it. It was like, no one's going to use it. I checked the transactions and nothing was charged. So I was you like, you can okay. just lock it. Yeah. RBC, baby. CNBC. Can you unlock it? Yeah. <laughs> no. Or it's you can report it stolen. Locked. They'll just replace it. And it's like automated. Um, and then I was sitting in the vehicle waiting for you guys to get the Tim Hortons. And then I realized that I don't have my driver's license on. Ooh. And we were like an hour and a half out of town already by this time. And it was like. In the middle of nowhere on the highway. Yeah. So it was like stress amongst her but then because we were waiting at tim hortons for so long then you guys ended up beating us by about 15 minutes but if we didn't stop we would have made it on time if any cops are listening yeah. <laughs> what <laughs> what about the cops there's no cops listening no maybe hopefully not this is particular episode she does a speed limit and you always drive with your license it's not against the law to drive without a license. Like you just have, I think it's like you have 48 hours to present, it. present your license oh, to show that. that you're not driving without it. Then okay. would you have to drive back out to Barry to show it to someone here? Or could you just go up to like 52nd of June? I feel like if you got ticketed for that, you would just show that. Like show um, the ticket yeah. and like, and show that you here's my license. license. Yeah. 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 I guess that probably would have been it. But I didn't get pulled over. And that's also something that I noticed in Ontario is that a lot of, um, like, police, because, like, back home, you'll just get pulled over for any little thing. But I feel like in Ontario, cops aren't looking for people driving. They're looking for the people walking, causing mischief, like that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. um, because people drive, like, morons all the time in Toronto. Mm -hmm. So 
and then we got here super late uh i stayed up like stupid late like 6 a.m on friday or thursday night yeah you went swimming right yeah um yeah i did some um late night swims went to bed at four oh my god it's so windy and it's been windy this entire weekend. So windy. So we didn't realize how warm it was yesterday because it was cold because of the wind. Yeah, so that's why I got tired. That's even like, I don't remember it being this windy ever when we come up here. It's been a few times, but like it'll rain if it's this windy. It's not, yeah. oh, it's beautiful weather, but that wind is it, it gets cold. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think this is great for anything over the yeah, like paddle boarding, like shopping. We're sitting on a patio. This would be ideal. I just, I despise wind. Mm -hmm. I don't like the way it makes me smell. Mm -hmm. I don't like that I have to speak louder when it's windy. <laughs> Do a jacket. Yeah. You get your hair stuck in your lip gloss. Yeah. Oh. That's it. Just, I just didn't like it because it made you feel so cold. But it was really warm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like, this just wind just went away. I could just sit here and. Be nice and warm but it was so cold i like uh bianca said um when you're when it's really windy out and like you're just trying to wear like a drip and then uh like a button down but it's like you want to like leave it open and then like the wind comes and makes you look like batman yeah <laughs> like, that's relatable i think we all can relate to that nobody looks cold in the wind if you have bangs you're like yeah i'm hot and then you walk in the wind it's like <laughs> yeah me too says that all the time nobody looks hot in the wind impossible kind of like nobody is attractive eating pasta i have an issue with that i have a huge <laughs> issue with that i look very sexy eating pasta. and nobody looks attractive <laughs> to italians okay salad is true it's like a huge piece of lettuce and you're just shoving it in but what like, what kind of pasta are you eating to look sexy okay any pasta sexy absolutely nah. not not uh, slurping oh. and you're like <laughs> except that's not how you look <laughs> oh <my>. shoveling <laughs> it and then it's like <laughs> Yeah. Maybe there's a fork involved. Funnel. <laughs> uh, so with, wh when did you learn how to use a spoon with pasta? Because like I don't think I ever fully like figured it out. That's how I was taught to eat it. Do you do you use the spoon when you? I don't ever notice that you use a spoon. What about what I do? Okay. When I'm at home, I'm just a Neanderthal, so I don't really care. But when I'm out, I'm like trying to make a nice little. So you're just like throwing mess. pasta at your face hoping it makes it in yeah ah it's the worst if we go to a, an italian restaurant because i have no clue how to eat pasta properly so like, as long as you don't cut it it's all good just me don't slice it. really no, i don't slice it you're not supposed to slice your pasta no i didn't know that and don't break it before boiling it either yeah well, i knew that it's a cardinal setting um i know like salting your water is like a huge thing and like people fight about this. You learned that recently. Like in the last three years of my life. The importance of it, I realized within the last two, one year of my life. Mm -hmm. Yesterday. I realized it yesterday. <laughs> it, is, it is very important. It's imperative to slip your water. So, like, what are some things that you guys notice that people do? Because I know like there's TikToks of like, I'm going to annoy my Italian boyfriend today. And it's like she puts uh, ice in her white wine and do i anything do i do anything food related that's weird um no okay if you did i would have made fun of you but yeah you stuff it's <laughs> <laughs> nothing i can think of brayden used to rinse his pasta 
No. Right? Yeah. So you stop that real quick. Like rinsing the starch off? Is that no, what he's trying like, to do? Cook it, boil it, drain it, and rinse it. Yeah, so, so I guess. Yeah. It rinses it's the starch off, yeah. but then it doesn't stick to the sauce. It just slides right off. Oh. Starch is what keeps it all bound. I do that with macaroni. Like mac and cheese? Yeah. Should do that. The the starch is what keeps everything like fit together. I've always had a cheesy mac. I have no issues. I think I used to rinse my pasta, but I think that was like a while ago. I'm going to stop. It's just an extra step that like, you really don't need it. And then it's Most cold. of the time, you really don't need too. it. Yeah. Like yeah. if you're making a macaroni salad, it's supposed to be cold and sure. Yeah. It, but I love a mac salad. Yeah. <laughs> also, seasoning bugs me. Seasoning? If you're making sauce, it should be olive oil. Garlic, onion. See, I so think quiet? I Bit think I think that was one thing is that you, I don't know. I guess I'm used to like such seasoned pasta. But then it tastes like pizza. Like you don't need like a dehydrated thing of sort of Italian sprinkled into your sauce. It just. I think that's fair. Michaela, do you have food culture? No, I just like cheese. <laughs> Cheese on everything. Sure. <laughs> um, like I have, I have Ukrainian background. No, not really. And I know that, like, um, like pierogies. Everybody, like everyone, eats pierogies fried. But when I was growing up, we only boiled them. That's the proper way of doing it. But like, I don't like fried pierogies. So like, when I get a crispy one, I'm like, what is this? But also, I'm so like, good. No, hard just boil it. I want some boiled butter pierogi and and then when they get cold in the bowl after dinner and you stand around the kitchen and you eat cold pierogies like they're chips. Do you put sour cream? Not when they're cold, but like for dinner, yes. Okay. Sour cream and bacon bits. Mm. And chives. That's lovely. And a little bit of love. No, that's not true. That's no love in it. There's there's no love in pierogi. Just potato. There's no love in potato. No, I didn't really ever have like any specific food. Oh yeah, but your mom used to give you like buttered bread with craft cheese single on it. Yeah. She still eats them. No, but that was I didn't like I don't like butter though. And I, I I never I never have. Um I'm starting to be okay with it. But she used to give like white bread with butter with like craft single slices and I didn't like mm. I didn't oh like God. butter on the <laughs> the plastic cheese slices and then like a piece of lettuce. She's supposed to say it. She likes her cheese slices plastic. Yeah. Just fold them up with butter. Yeah. I can't eat craft singles anymore. I can only have them in grilled cheese. If yeah, grilled, grilled cheese, cheese. Grilled cheese is the one that I, yeah. Grilled yeah. cheese needs an American slice. I, I leveled up and I went and got like the the packages of like the sliced cheese that they're like black stupid thick mm. black diamond but also you can find like uh at loblaws they have it's like a, it's like a no name almost i guess mm -hmm. um and that's like the best cheese ever and i feel like when i'm making a sandwich i always end up eating like three or four slices of cheese on on the outside mm. that in a sandwich is great i just thinking grilled cheese when it's grilled melted, cheese it yeah it's my stomach it's too real grilled cheese is the one that i prefer it with I, that's the only exception yeah American. But that's that's because I don't remember the last time I ate a grilled cheese sandwich. Yeah. Also, craft slice shredded, put into your mac and cheese when you're making the sauce. 
makes it little stringy and it's just... Oh. Yeah, because it would kind of be like the mac and cheese that you like. You know how you like the other one? The cheese whiz? Yeah. The Velveeta? The Velveeta. Yeah, the Craft Deluxe Velveeta. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm way too impatient to like actually add real cheese into my pasta and then stir it until it melts or into my sauces. I only just recently started doing it. And brie does not melt. It's not a mac and cheese cheese. No, but I put it in something else. And uh, I was making, I was trying to make a cheese sauce for like roast because I took like the au jus and then I added cheese and I was hoping that it would like. Oh yeah, brie's not the cheese for that. No, just congealed. I just had excess brie. Because even even if you have it like on a charcuterie board and like melt it, it won't like. Just gets really it, soft. Yeah, it, yeah, it won't actually melt. Yeah, it doesn't become liquid. It'll, yeah, it'll kind of stay formed. Yeah. But baked brie. Brie is good. Baked brie with the honey and the yeah. walnuts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the walnuts. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the walnuts. Important part. Yeah. We have more charcuterie board. I'm so excited. Is there? Still? Yeah. Yes. There's so much. Oh, yeah, we can eat that. With lunch? Yeah, why is he making burgers? We're having it all. Oh, we're having? Yeah, we're having yeah. breakfast burgers. Yeah. Oh. Like, I don't know if it's actually breakfast, it's just burger. It's just, just burger for breakfast. It's afternoon, it's just our lunch. That's true. So we can start drinking. I can't even check the time. <laughs> what do you mean we don't drink? Um, I mean, I'm really drunk. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's 25 to 1. Oh, yeah. Well, so, okay. yeah. perfect. Charcutes and. Charcutes and. And Bergs. That's all um, I ever want in my life. So, with the podcast here, because you've been listening, and I. Sometimes I'll ask you, like, what you haven't listened lately. I know. It's fine. <laughs> you never have listened. <laughs> I have. She's like, I've listened to four episodes. <laughs> but over and over. Over and over. <laughs> the same one. <laughs> um, like, what, what kind of podcasts do you listen to? Um, lately, not much. I do like a good true crime while mm-hmm. I'm working at home. But it's you in the mood to work. Her yeah. arms were cut off. Her legs were cut <laughs> off. Her eyeballs were gouged out. <laughs> and it's just like a girl like eating. Yeah, I'm eating. I'm working, and then as he's walking in and out of the room, I'm like, I pause. I'm like, Oh, you gotta hear this. <laughs> you got. You gotta hear this yeah. one. It's about a kid, and he's like, No, thank you. And I'm like, No, no, you gotta know. He got mad to Swinburne. <laughs> <laughs> He got mad, dismembered. Yeah. <laughs> Do you listen to any podcasts? I don't. No. No, my attention span. It's, it's great. Listen to your podcast. But I feel like, um, I feel like if you're just listening to it, like there's not really anything to pay attention to. You know what I mean? Yeah. I find podcasts are really nice when I'm just not in the mood for music. Like I think if I was driving a lot, that would probably be what I would listen to. Mm-hmm. And like audiobooks. I, um, because when I went and picked up the uh, Acura, I drove in silence the entire mm-hmm. time. And it was like the most beautiful, quiet experience. Like, I totally forgot what it was like to actually drive alone. Because, uh, like, back home, we drove everywhere. And, like, nine times out of ten, you were in your vehicle if you weren't sitting in your house or if you were at work. Like, and I really, like, kind of rediscovered a part of myself that has just kind of gone missing since I haven't had a vehicle. Yeah. So, 
Yeah. Well, I, I realized kind of halfway through when we were driving here, we didn't have anything on. And I was like, I kind of like this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's also like, yeah. it's kind of nice to just, but still, it's kind of nice to just chill. It's, also, it's kind of cool to be able to like welcome the conversation with other people, but if nobody else is talking, it's like this unspoken agreement that like I'm okay with silence. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it depends on the people you're with. The silence feels fine with certain people, <clears throat> but if it feels weird with certain people you're with, then like it's yeah, yeah. If you're kind of like, what's the next time? Yeah, like that that thought doesn't cross your mind when you're with the right. So weather. <laughs> Dark it's higher pressure. Dark weather. <laughs> Dark weather. Yeah. It's like an awkward first date if you like have to come up with like things to say. Oh my god. Yeah. You have like little cards and yeah. like, okay. Uh mom's name. <laughs> Siblings. How many? <laughs> what do they do? Yeah. I'd be like, so where'd you go to school? Oh, I went here. Oh, cool. Um <laughs> really why did you study criminology? Oh, oh, cool, cool, cool. <laughs> I had a oh, Rolodex see. of to-go conversations like that. <laughs> just always ready to be pulled out in the event that it's awkward. The one thing I can't stand when you're going on, like, a date with somebody, like, usually the first date kind of thing, is it's just always questions, right? If you ask them questions and you give them a reason to speak, then the conversation flows. But if they don't queue up on that and they don't mm-hmm. ask you questions just as an well... Interview. It's just an interview and it's gross. Yeah. Yeah. You need the banter. And that's when you realize who the knife narcissist is. Yeah. And you're like, well, this was a one date wonder. wonder. Yeah. Yeah. And you secretly oh. set an alarm under the table and you're like, oh God, I got a phone call. Oh my God, I have to go. <laughs> I just remembered. Oh, I geez. have to work. I think it's kind of nice if you are meeting someone online, for instance to text with them for a few days. Get that shit out of the way. That way, when you actually meet in person, you've passed all of the interview type questions and you can just like See, I'm talk gonna, about I, actual stuff. I was the opposite. I was like, I would rather just like chat for like a little bit, but then when you're meeting in person, you don't already know all those things. Yeah, because then what do you- Because then about? what if, yeah, what if it's like- But then you talk about actual stuff. Well, yeah, if, if it will flow like that though. I because think, sometimes like, you, you feel like you talk to people so much online that when you get in person, you run like, out of things to say. I don't know who you are without texting. Yeah. Yeah. See, and I think that you should text long enough that you can tell if they're a serial killer or not. Like a week. But week. also not long enough that you run out of things to talk about. Yeah. Right. Like test out the humor. Yeah. Um, but also humor doesn't always travel well on phones. No. Or it travels well on phones and then you're in person and you're like, oh, <laughs> yeah. <boom."> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They really don't like my knock-knock jokes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the dad jokes that inevitably get played. What was your first date with Brayden like? Well, it was in my backyard. Because it was right at the beginning of uh, COVID. Beginning of pandemic, we started talking on. Can I see the dating app then, or are we gonna get sponsored? <laughs> are we they, gonna get sponsored? If they want to sponsor us. <laughs> we want to mention Rogers. Tell us about. <laughs> yeah. I think it's fine. So we met on Hinge, and did the like get to know each other, but not too much. And yeah, we didn't really want to meet it apart because at that time, the you were like getting chart or what the heck is the word? 
too. Fine. You were getting fine for going into parks if it was. Oh. Yeah. So I was like, okay, just come to my backyard. We'll sit six feet apart with my grandparents and my family watching. It'll be fine. And it was actually really fun. We had a little shark video board. And Cute. Yeah. Nice. And like the conversation wasn't. Obviously, first dates are awkward. Yeah. But I have this little bundle of joy and it was like focus on to cut the tension yeah. yeah oh look what she's doing yeah. cute <laughs> and then like by the second date when it was just the two of us like there was more of a you're only three feet apart a right? connection oh it was zero feet apart mm. there was like a <laughs> the vibe was there so like we could talk without the awkwardness yeah so get a dog it really helps yeah that's cute and we were grandparents just like you know what they weren't? Through the blinds. I was really expecting it, but they weren't. They are very nosy. I'm shocked that they didn't. They, they totally did. In mind of their business. Who's this nice boy? He's tall. He's wow. cute. <laughs> That's nice. What about yours? What was the first date like for you two? Um. Okay. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> it was great. It was great. But I was incredibly ill. Like I had a very bad flu. And I remember really wanting to cancel and really trying to cancel. And I was like, hey, are you free another day by any chance? And she was like, no. <laughs> three jobs deep at that point. I don't even know where the hell you're working. You're working everywhere. I was working. Yeah. And then she's like, okay, well, I'm free this day, this day, this day, not free this day. Not. And she just started listing all this non-availability. And I was like, never mind. I guess, I guess I'm going. Yeah, and it was it was modium. Yeah, it was fine. Fun. Yeah, it was good. I, I we, we had a we had a good yeah. There was never any like awkward conversation. No, but I. Yeah. Two times. Where did you go? Duke's refresher. Yeah, oh, I love days. Duke's. Yeah. I used to work around the show. corner at the time. Yeah. Right. So we were on like the couches, just like mm -hmm. having a couple drinks. We don't remember our second date. Yeah, we don't remember the second date. We're, or was the one we thought the third actually the second? I don't remember. Tennessee was it second? No, Tennessee was the third date. We went somewhere else. No idea what happened to the second date. No, yeah. we don't remember. Weird. Those are the best ones. Yeah, we've no memory. No, no, no clue. What happened? And then we did go to Tennessee Tavern when it was open, and they had the best, like all you can eat. It was all Eastern European. Yeah, it was so good. It was so good. And then they had music in the background. Yeah. It was so good pierogi sausages like boiled eggs with like dill and little pepperonis on them it's so good sounds not appealing it's not a bottle of wine oh, no, it's so appealing i'm into it yeah. it was good and on sundays they did all you can eat pierogies and they were so good Alaska and then they got exposed <laughs> that was so that's sad. the funny thing is like because a lot of the first dates that happened were over covid so like there was no this was possibility right of this was right before yeah yeah um but like for you and Brayden, like I know for Fernando and myself, ours were like at each other's, well, actually no, it's Fernando's place, but uh, we dated or we were seeing each other and then we started dating and then it was like the summer of 20, 2021, mm -hmm. I think, um, things started opening up again and I was getting really nervous because it was like, oh, we're going to go to a restaurant together and you're not gonna know yeah <laughs> and i don't know what he's like to to wait staff because like i'm wait staff so i was like yeah if you're if you're mean i'm gonna have yeah i'm gonna have to like figure out how much i value that because he i mean like i really liked him at that time too like it was a steady relationship but 
It's like, how do I change a person? <laughs> yeah, but, that that is kind of weird. She's like had dates because you're so far in at that point too. Yeah, yeah. in your part, you have. He was great, by the way. Like he was. Yeah. Yeah. He's a very good boy. Yeah. Yeah. We like fun. <laughs> we like Frank. He's a good boy. Good boy. Um, and it was really funny because he was telling me the one day uh, that he went to a restaurant with his friends and the server was like on the other side of the restaurant and this customer just started yelling at the server and like freaking out and uh, he's like, I was watching it happen and then I realized like that could be Michael. Like he could... Like, and it probably has happened. And he's like, ever since then, his opinion of like how to be uh, in a restaurant, like he was always really good, but now he's like consciously thinking of it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like I didn't think much about, like I've obviously always tipped because I've always been in service myself too, but the amount and percentages and how it's tipped out to, to kitchen staff. And I didn't know any of that mm -hmm. until she came along. And I'm like, okay, you gotta tip more because they're only gonna get this percentage the kitchen guy gets that and the hostess gets that and yeah i think too like just from working in the industry for so long it's just like what's the rush for things do you know what i mean like everyone's so like my drinks took so long I'm like but you're enjoying your company why does it matter yeah like have a good time you're and you have a come. random person bringing you things mm -hmm. so yeah and they're gonna clean up your dishes yeah out like you're fine that's why like they're like oh, i'm so sorry it took so long i'm like i'm good i'm vibing like just take your time you're good what if you are actually in a hurry if you're in a rush say, i would tell someone that then like oh just punch it in bring the bill right away yeah so that's yeah. okay to say right up front yeah, like 100%. if you're like on your lunch break like just so you know i only have 45 minutes yeah, yeah. So i'll pay right now yeah that's good because that's, and also, that's also easier for the server too like here do you want to pay right away and i'll just bring it and you're yeah. yeah. you can so just like if you don't say like i'm on a tight schedule can you just do this like, if you're expecting them to know, like, oh, my time's precious, mm -hmm. they should just be speeding things up for me. Like, mm -hmm. use your words. Oh, and especially when they tell you that after they've already ordered. Like, then maybe don't order a well-done steak if you need to be out also in 15 minutes. Yeah, salad. <laughs> Ever. Like, I'll tell you what comes quick, and I'll also go tell the kitchen, hey, they're on a, yeah. like, can you kind of push this out quick? Like, if you're in a hurry, you're getting an egg salad sandwich and a slap in the face. There you go, ma'am. Can <laughs> I get a well-done steak quick? <laughs> Absolutely no, not. Absolutely not. You can have a salad. <laughs> you can have a salad with salmonella chicken. <laughs> yeah, that was always a the annoying thing was the lunch crowd that would always come into the restaurants that I worked at. They were always like, um, like they would order off the lunch menu, which should be faster, and it was faster. But when we have a restaurant fill in ten minutes, and all of those orders for like. 75 people are coming in like mm -hmm. that's 75 dishes that need to be made so it's like maybe if you see a place is busy don't go there yeah right and if that's the only place that you can go well then that sounds like a you problem because you should have packed a lunch mm -hmm. there you go hey. yeah because like it goes from zero to a hundred in the kitchen yeah and yeah like a condensed lunch menu only gets so far mm -hmm. when yeah. the restaurant's full of people trying to have lunch at the same time yeah yeah yeah, yeah. oh that's big there's yeah. big bugs up here. There's large bugs up here. I have so many bites. You're probably like seeing me scratching everything. <laughs> so many bites. I mean, I took off All my hat over. for that reason. <laughs> my face like, is probably so red. I'm getting itchy, but then I get heebie-jeebies. <laughs> it's kind of like the moment somebody says lice and everyone starts itching their well, scalp. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> <It's got> chills. <laughs> I did that. Mm -hmm. Um, 
Okay, so we are up at the cottage and like outdoors as the wind picks up. This is great. Um, has anybody here gone to summer camp? Like stay away? Yeah. No. Just stay camp. I always wanted to go to like Camp Callaway. It takes to Mary Kate and Ashley, you know what I mean? Like I wanted to do that so bad. And I remember my sister got to go to an overnight camp. I was so jealous. I wanted to go so bad. I don't know why I never did though. Um, so what is like day camp like do you go every day like kind of like school like yeah it was kind of like, like daycare like my mom would drop me off in the morning and then we would do <clears throat> stuff throughout the day to take up swimming it, there was like a theme camp like there was like an arts and crafts camp but then there was like and yeah or like a soccer and a church camp, camp. Yeah. but did you ever go to church like, camp? No. oh my camp was at the church i went to church camp and you had to like memorize a bible verse and perform it it was I went to gymnastics camp one time. I went to gymnastics camp yeah. too. I learned nothing. So where where are these camps? Like, are they out of town or are they in the city? Well, the intention is that my mom would drop me off on her way to work. So it'd be somewhere in North York or somewhere. Like the community center. Yeah, usually. Something like oh. that. You pack your lunch, you do your thing for the day, and then you go up at 5.30. My favorite was Pioneer Village summer camp. Doesn't that smell like oh. Yes, it does. And you had to wear a costume, like a Pioneer costume. Your lunch could only be in a basket, in a mason jar. Like it was, it was like <laughs> That's like more work than school. It yeah. was so fun. And it was on my mom's way to work. So she would drop me off every morning in my bonnet. Oh God, that's why, because they'd say, oh my gosh. And then you'd spend the day making jewelry at the tinsmith. Like you went to all the different places and then we'd make butter. We made brooms, we got hay with a stick and then we milked cows. I passed out milk cows. It was so hot. It was like, like passed out and hit my face on the side of the cow. With then... a fistful of teats, you're out. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing's changed. <laughs> passed out with a fistful of teats. And then we wrote letters home as if we were staying overnight. But we Dear wrote, mother. Yeah, we wrote them with a quill and we sealed it with a wax seal. Oh, uh, that's fun. That was so sad. That's cool. It was so much fun. That was only a week. Because then the other weeks in the summer, I'd rotate. Like in July, I'd do a summer camp, then in August, I'd do another week, and then the rest of the weeks, I was just a week. Yeah. yeah, I'm trying to think of why I didn't really do too many summer camp things. I wonder if it's because I already had so many like extracurricular activities that I did weekly. They weren't cheap. Yeah, then there were three of you. Yeah, I think I went to my Nana's a lot too. My brother was still in daycare at the time, so mm -hmm. it was a little bit cheaper that way. Yeah. Yeah, I remember gymnastics camp. I think that was like the main one. And like, so I think I did swim camp too. Yeah. Oh, are you all like, like swimmer certificates? Like there's levels. Right? I got yeah, up to 12. To level. I got up to 12. I wasn't up I could swim pretty well at one point. And then I just, I can try to save my life. Like, see me yesterday, just like getting back to the. Oh water. yeah, like overhand and backstroke. I can't do anything anymore. Oh, did you do? I learned how to swim. Um, I was like working my way up, and then we started doing the treading water and full clothes and whatever. And I was like, man, not for me. I'll just sit here and wait. I cannot. <laughs> I was I was gonna try to I go for my uh, lifeguard certificate, but then you had to go. I think twelve is like the highest, and then you go into bronze, and then like whatever and you can eventually get uh, your lifeguard certificate. But 
I had a pool in my backyard, so we would have someone come in and like oh, do the certificate for us. Yeah, that's, that's cool. cool. Yeah. Yeah, but then after twelve, I was like, I don't know why I need to be a level swimmer. Olympics, <laughs> obviously, it's fine. I really wanted to be a lifeguard. Like that was something that I really wanted to achieve. But then, like a really cool job. Yeah, and I d I got my level. So you do like your level one through twelve, and then you go through like the three levels for lifeguard, right? Yeah. Um. So I have mine up to the point of like going for the lifeguard thing, but by the time I was going for the lifeguard, uh, I felt like I was too old and like it wasn't cool. And, like I didn't want to be like the oldest person getting their lifeguard certificate mm -hmm. because people's opinions mean a lot to me apparently. <laughs> I think the plan that I was thinking of was not necessarily lifeguard, but I could um, bring clients in to my pool and like teach them how to swim. And it's pretty, yeah, it's pretty, you get paid quite a bit. <laughs> so I think that was the plan was to swim lessons at my place. I don't have to leave my house. It's just right there. Have you guys seen the videos of babies learning to swim? Oh my gosh. Yeah. When they just throw them in. That's the best time to learn to swim because you're freshly out of your uterine sack. So you're comfortable in the water. And these people just eat their babies in the water and then they just like for a minute and then they float on their backs and they're just chilling and that's the, like the best time to learn to swim but it's so terrifying to, to watch it is pretty terrifying but i guess then you don't have the fear of swimming you know mm. yeah especially if it's under three mm. you can't really run much at the age of three mm. the trauma just disappears yeah memories exist from zero to three do whatever they won't remember <laughs> yeah that's terrifying like if I if I was taking my child to like swimming things, I, I would assume that it's actually the parents that are throwing the kids into the water. But if I watched like my husband just throw our infant child into the pool, I'd be like, oh hell nah! <laughs> like I'd have to be there ready to catch. I mean, I don't think it's so much. There's my baby. Let's throw it in. I think it's like you kind of put them in. You lower. You're right there. Yeah. They kind of but then like their instinct is to like roll over and like they know how to do it. I don't believe that. And they can still breathe. I no. think. No, they know how to hold their breath. Yeah. And then when they turn over. Yeah. But how do you breathe? I don't think they're sad breathing water. Oh, the fluids are running through, but they're not breathing. It's just coming through the. I think. Interesting. No, I don't think they're breathing. I yeah. think I just learned something. I didn't know that. I, mean, I thought they sense. could breathe like fish. Well, yeah, because they have like mucus plugs in their nose and they come out, right? They have to like, and then it opens up the nose. So your first That's why they're screaming because there's like liquid. Yeah. Then. Yeah. Mm. Well, and then when they take their first breath, that's when that's the lungs works. get pink. That's actually how you can tell um, if a baby like. Is okay. It has, well, if, if it's died, like if it died. Um, if the lungs, if the lungs are pink, then it means they took their first breath. But if they're blue, then? It means that they died, like, in the, yeah. 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 <laughs> Dark topic, but, like, yeah. Huh, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Reason like it. How, how did we get on that topic? I don't know. Summer camp. Swimming. Oh, yeah. yeah. I really wanted to go to a summer camp where I stayed in that cabin, 
and like you just like meet all your best friends. I did that. And you go back every summer. Yeah. I went to Torch Trail Bible Camp. Fun. And we stayed in the cabin and uh, there was like 12, 12 kids and two adults, I think. And the adults slept on both sides of the door. And then uh, we had bunk beds lined up around. Sorry, Torch Trail? Torch Trail Bible Camp. Sounds good. It was, well, yeah, it was a trail that was lit by torches. What do you want? <laughs> um, but they had like the dining hall where we all would go in, like buy house, and we would sit down and we would get our pancakes and that kind of thing. And then after, or no, before we would go to the dining hall, we would go to mass. We had mass every morning. And then uh, we went to horseback riding and leather making or like leather crafts we make like purses and wallets and stuff wow um and then like after five o'clock i think it is it was just kind of like free room like free room and you can go and do whatever you want yeah how long were you there awesome. a week yeah it was like sleep away and learn all you can in that amount of time and i made friends but like i was i think it was five Maybe six. I'd probably just send my kid to like a full summer camp. <laughs> See you at the end. Bye. Bye. <laughs> You're five years Have old a nice two sleepaway camp for yeah. a week. Wow. Yeah. They got us started at young. Yeah. I think I was still getting baths at the beach. You want to shower yourself at five? Yeah, I was. Because I remember it was my. It was my dad and my stepmom that took me, and they were only together for couple years and it was around when I was five um yeah that's where like I learned how to horseback ride and I think it makes sense to start it early though then you learn independence and well, then you, you can be away yeah exactly because like, we all know the kids that can't even go to like kindergarten without their parents like it's like that that kid in the me where like do you miss your mom no no and he crying <laughs> I'm sorry, Bob, I do miss you. Aww. Yeah. I don't think we ever, I don't think any of my siblings, like, cried when we went to school. Yeah, I think I was like, think, hey, bye. Yeah, like, I think I stayed at my Nana's and Grandpa's so much, like, we were used to being away from my parents. Wow. I remember my first day of kindergarten. I walked in the classroom, and everyone else was sitting on the carpet in their circle time and chatting about God was God. And I remember this so vividly. I could not stop crying. And I stood in everyone's coats because they had those little hooks for everyone's jackets. And I stood in there like this, just crying because I was so sad to be there. And then I blew my nose in this girl's jacket. No. Oh. Valentina, if you're listening, I'm really sorry. That was me. <laughs> so yeah, my first day of kindergarten was not a vibe. I sobbed. You are just a, you have a really long history of like Trauma. stuff to other people's things. The classmates, yeah, I know. Yeah. Even like my pacifier, my tucky. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, my mom was like, we need to get her off of this thing because she's like fighting it and like it, pieces are coming out, whatever. She was like, Michaela, I think, um, I think we need to get rid of that. I was like, okay, mom. And I just threw it out. <laughs> I was like, cool. <laughs> She's like, I thought it was going to be so much harder than that, but you were just ready. <laughs> okay, mom. Threw it out. So reasonable. Yeah. She's like, cool. Oh, 
That was easy. I was really worried, actually. And I'm pretty sure I was like, can I have a blanket? I wanted a blankie. She's like, yeah, go pick one up from the closet. Still search for one. That was it. And I had a blankie, which I had up until grade 12. And I put it into, like, I folded it all up. And I was like, this will be cute because one day I can make this into a blanket for one of my kids. And then I came home one day to find it. And my mom threw it out. Oh, I was so upset. Trauma. Trauma. This is why I don't keep things. <laughs> Because things Except got ripped from me. No, no attachment to anything. No. Except for living things. You have all the connection to living things. I get like sentimentally attached to everything. Like we talked like last week on the podcast and I was saying how I don't want to throw out my James Charles sweater because you paid for it and I don't want to like waste your money. And you're like, uh, you're reading into it way too much. And oh my God. Sorry, camera. Sorry, microphone. Sorry, microphone. And we're back. And I think we're back. Sorry about that. Um, and yeah, like I just, when I pick something up, I'm like, oh, but so-and-so got this for me. And like, they really put like thought into it when really they were just like, I have to buy this kid a present and I don't care what it is. Like that kind of thing. Mm. Slippery slope to hoarding. Yeah, but I think also hoarding runs in my family. I think my grandma was like almost because she had, I remember her bedroom was just like the walls were covered in like boxes that had stuff in them. But it was like from moving places and like she she was a professional chef. And so she had all of her like pots and pans and like cooking stuff, you know, for when she would do large um, banquets. This wind is driving me crazy. Yeah. I apologize. I guess this is I think I have sentimental value for things that can't be replaced. You know? Like, mm -hmm. I have a painting that my grandpa did. Like, that, I could never replace that if I lost it or it got damaged or something. But, like, blankets and sweaters, like, those things can... Can be replaced I guess depending on what they are but when I totaled my car six years ago that was my grandfather's car that I got when he died so that was like a little whip that I drove around and I did correction somebody totaled it for me so I got a nice little chunk out but the car just basically sat in some lot for parts, I don't know what ended up happening to it in the end. And I never really thought about it after. And then my brother was like, Don't you ever think of Edna? Just waiting for you to come back, wondering, My mom's left you here. When is she coming back? And I was like, Why would you say that? Why would you <laughs> put a personality on an admin object and it made me so sad? What would what would have been cool is if like, you took a little piece of it and like, made it into something. Like I could just like break the steering wheel off. Yeah. <laughs> or like the license plate. Or like I don't know, take a piece of I don't know, something. Ooh, like maybe like take the screw out of the license plate and like put it on a chain as like a necklace or something. Yeah. That's my first car. Is that like you know? It would be a scene. The most upsetting yeah. part is that she died with a full tank. Oh. oh. Yeah. And I tried to siphon it out. <laughs> Put in my rental. To put in my rental. 
Yeah, I, I was pissed. I filled the tank and then literally left the gas station and got totaled. Did you get hurt? Um, whiplash, I assume. No, we weren't going very fast. I was in my lane doing my thing, and then this girl beside me thought that she could just like move in, enter my lane. But I was like not exactly beside, but pretty much just like this. So the entire back driver end of her car just like decimated the front passenger of my car, and it like shifted the engine and everything left the way she hit me so my door was all smushed like i couldn't get out mm. and this is just on rutherford like in front of on mills like we didn't get very far we weren't it was rush hour we weren't going very fast either yeah and i remember just stopping and then i couldn't get out and i was like i will not be jaws of life out of this car this is so embarrassing so i think i was fine but i was mostly just sore because i was like banging myself out of this car and I finally got the door open and I like rolled out onto the street. I got open. I was like, You owe me a car. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And just roll up your sleeves like Popeye. Yeah. yeah. And then she was like, but I was trying to get in your lane. I'm like, but I was there. She's like, but I signaled. I'm like, you can't just signal but and move over. I was still have to have room. To I was move there, over. you idiot. Like, she probably knew that she was wrong and she was trying to justify it to herself. Well, she did. She kept saying, you wait, I'm calling the cops. You wait. <laughs> Go ahead, ma'am. And then the cop showed up and was like, it's your fault. <laughs> and I was like, I told you. Played yourself. Yeah, like, Dummy. even if you are signaling, you still have to make That's sure right. be let in. You, you can't just yeah. move over because you want to. Mirror yeah. check, shoulder check. Yeah. She probably Common didn't sense. see her blind spot and ran into people. Like, yeah. a fire truck can't even do that. <laughs> I mean, Toronto buses can, but <laughs> they think they can they do whatever, whatever they want. Yeah. <laughs> Toronto buses are like, we're coming in and you're moving out of the way. Yeah. <laughs> but you almost have to, like, appreciate that when you're on the bus because yeah. you're like, oh, at least I know we're moving. Yeah. Well, sorry. That's kind of the thing. Like, they have to go or they're going to be stuck in Nobody so wants to be traffic. No. The defensive driving of a bus driver is just amazing, mm -hmm. especially on like busy streets. Like, and even for pedestrians, like that kind of thing. It's like you you don't cross in front of a bus because they're not going to slam on the brakes. Well, they can't actually. Well, I've been on buses that have done it. Really? Yeah, I end up in the lap of a guy two seats down. It's hot. Um, <laughs> hot. And then I've seen buses just hit cars. You no. Right in front of my uh, my work, they were trying to get over, but there was a car parked in like the parking illegally in the illegal parking spot, and they just went over and totally busted off his his um, mirror. mirror. Yeah, <laughs> but we needed to something. get there, and you were there, so we shouldn't park there. I saw a video the other day. My friend sent to me of a bus driver in Estonia that almost hit uh, a cyclist. So he was going this way on the street and the cyclist was not crossing yet, but his bike was like kind of in the street. So the bus driver took out the entire front of this guy's bike and slammed on the brake so that he wouldn't actually hit the guy. Cause maybe the guy was just trying to jaywalk like an idiot. He slammed on the brake so hard that everybody on the bus launched like a torpedo. There was an old lady that just went like, like all the way across from the back of the bus to the front. It was so I hope everyone was okay. I'm sure there were a couple broken necks, but to watch it, oh God, I got to show you guys. It was very funny. That's terrifying. Yeah. yeah. Um, I was 
uh, crossing the street as like Queen's Key, and I was going to um, eat, like where the the train is, like the tram, mm -hmm. I guess. And I was talking, and I wasn't really paying attention. And I was standing waiting for the light to turn, and then I looked, and the tram was like right in front of me. That if I was like another foot there, I would have been hit. It was like, and it's it's scary because like get out of the way mm. but if you're just being you know absent-minded or like that kind of thing no one's yeah. gonna no one's gonna pity you for it they're like pay attention yeah yeah like, oh yeah I, i'm not special i just i just realized mm. cool yeah. this is not my world this is yeah i am in, i am in somebody else's world right now clearly mm. that was actually okay so that's the thing when you realize that you're an npc in another person's life have you heard of like this kind yeah. of thing mm -hmm. Uh, I had like the weirdest moment of like clarity with this. I was standing outside while Wiley was doing the PBs, and <laughs> this um, this woman walks by and she was on the phone and she was like, uh, "Oh, absolutely no! You listen to me all the time. I'm I'm happy to listen to your problems." And then I was thinking about it and I was like, "Wow, this is a person who's going through something and talking to someone, and I'm just like hearing from like." third party down that like this woman's going through a hard time right now and it was like a really weird separation like what is it seven degrees of separation six degrees of separation it's like this is weird because now i'm an npc in someone else's life yeah it's so strange like it's mind-boggling yeah. mm -hmm. i think that's why it's always important to be kind to people which sounds like a very but you really never know honestly what somebody else has just experienced before and yeah. uh, like there was a, a girl the other day on, on Thursday sitting in the bus stop at like in front of the dollar and thing, sobbing, looking at her phone and sobbing and just texting. And I was like, if I had more time, I'd be like, you good? But I didn't. I wonder like what happened to you and where did you come from and where are you supposed to go? And yeah, did you just get dumped? Did someone just die? Like, yeah. Both? Yeah. And I'm just the bystander watching this person sob. Maybe she just broke a nail? We don't know the severity. I cry at everything, so like truly, I could just see a like an old person walking alone on the street. And I'm like, oh god. Oh, your life book is so hard. Or like it's just so beautiful. That's like, the that's the worst with like customer service jobs, and that's why like, yeah, like I always try to be nice to everyone because this person has to come to work and they have to be nice to you, even if they the just door. found out that like someone died or like someone just broke up with them and they're here at work trying to serve you and you're complaining about how your fries aren't cooked like like you know yeah there are bigger issues in the world yeah mm -hmm. like you're not just the main character and everyone is supporting like that yeah. is the main character in their own life you know their alarm went off this morning they had breakfast this morning they did everything they had to do before they came to work when it's it's like even when somebody is inconveniencing you and you're just like, why did you do We'll say it was somebody cutting you off or like they took the last bike from the bike share thing. And you're just like, you are inconveniencing me so much right now. And it's like, maybe that person was like off of their schedule for the day. You know what I mean? They're just like, they're happy. I was like, oh, thank God this bike is here. Now I can make it on time. Yeah. You know, and it's like, their great day is like ruining yours, but it's still like, was it really that big of a deal? No, it's fine. Glad you're having a great day. Or like <laughs> when Uber drivers don't come up to your apartment and you're just like, ah! 
<laughs> Guilty. <laughs> like, why do you hate me? <laughs> also, come up to the door. <laughs> no, I know, but... I hate when uh, I when I order something and it goes to the wrong address. Mm-hmm. I know it's in the building next to mine and it's really not that difficult to go and get it. But at the same time, I'm like, it's so frequent. It's just a number that you didn't read. Like, I mean, but like delivery, like especially like Amazon, you know that they don't care. They're not looking. They just want to drop the thing off so they can like go. Like, it's not that hard to find our apartment. <laughs> I've had the opposite experience with Amazon because I live on a main road. I don't have a porch or a concierge or anything like that. I find they they knock, they ring the doorbell, they call. Even if my delivery instructions, they usually say call, didn't say call on this particular time, and the package is small enough to fit in the mail slot, they'll still call. Like I had a guy call the other day and I had just gone up the street and he was like, okay, I have your package. I'm like, I'm so sorry, I'll be back in like three minutes. I just like walk down the street. He's like, it's okay. Can I put it in the mail slot? I was like, yeah, bro, you could you could have done that. You yeah. could have called me. He was like, okay, I just want to double check. Like, thank you for doing that. You didn't have to. And like, it was an envelope. You could have just you know, smushed it. But thanks. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's not how ours is. <laughs> no. I tried calling Nespresso because I was like, I ordered, I was like, I ordered like $130 for the coffee. And this is the second time it's happened. And they, deliver it to the wrong address mm-hmm. and then I call and I'm like hey where's my order and they're like oh it should have been there like five days ago and I'm like well it's not here and they're like okay well we're gonna get another one ready for you and we'll ship it and I'm like no just t- send it to a store and I'll go pick it up because I don't trust the mail system that you're using that's a really big deal and they have more coffee than what I originally had so technically it's good but $260 worth of pods. $260 worth of Nespresso coffee. <laughs> Killing it! <laughs> but yeah, um, I think we're coming up to the end. Um, what, uh, like, give us a, a fun fact. What, what was your favorite part of the weekend? We'll start with Bianca. Um, sleeping. I had such a great sleep every night. I was just knocked out. That mattress was glorious. It was so it was the perfect temperature too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is there AC in, in the house? No. Uh, only in the one bedroom that Brain's parents are in, but we got two more units for two bedrooms upstairs. Okay, so I didn't even notice there was no AC because the temperature was just glorious. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fans on medium. I was just so comfortable. Yeah. And yeah, just not having reception was kind of nice. Not mm-hmm. being able to look at my phone. Just being outside. Yeah. Solid outside time. Yeah. yeah, I like swimming. Mm-hmm. I'm such a swimmer. Don't play mermaid. <laughs> uh, play I love mermaids. being in the water. I love being around water. So just like, such a cancer. Such a cancer. Mm-hmm. Um, also, cancer season, right? Is it started? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Um, yeah, I love water. What's that? Um, I think water. That was my like swimming and the bubbles and like just I guess being outside yeah. uh, disconnecting and having like completely different change of pace on everything mm-hmm. and the sun yeah sitting in the sun my favorite part of anything is always the food I just love eating I love <laughs> charcuterie board was beautiful yay amazing it's definitely a culinary family yes yeah we, yes. we've been eating good 
Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, so good. Yeah. Speaking of breakfast, right? <laughs> yeah. Sure. Quote unquote breakfast. Right. Um, I'm not going to do Sapphire Room because there's too many people here yeah. and it's windy. Um, the more reason I came. The Sapphire Room. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what color am I going to send? Okay, for Aurora, <laughs> let's enter the Sapphire Room. Right, close your eyes. Close your eyes. Close your eyes. And be, and be zen for a little bit. Empty your mind. Yeah. Empty it. I said empty it. It's empty. Cool. It's been empty for a while. <laughs> now, think of like a word, a random word that's going to pop into your mind. Just let it happen. Aurora, what's the word? Because you're laughing. <laughs> it was boobs. Boobs. Mine was missed. I don't know why. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Apple. Okay. I mean, I went with calm. Yeah. <laughs> it was just boobs. Boobs. Yes. Maybe I'm thinking of like wind and water. You oh. know, a little misty vibe. Boobs, I don't know. I, I mean, know, there's a lot of women around here. They can just say, yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow. With his boobs? Can I just All right. Well, thank you so much. Let's <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, <laughs> take that microphone away from me for a minute. Um, uh, friends, Aurora, Bianca, if, if people want to find you on Instagram, where are they going to find you? At Real Mature Bianca. I'm on private now, so I don't get patterns by all the Bitcoin people. Oh, you're not private anymore? I am private. Oh, okay, so you have to request. You better request. Right? Good call. Good call. And Aurora, where are you? I'm public because I like when people creep me to see that I'm doing so great. Uh, it's <laughs> it's BBNACS. BBNACS. It's a long story. Okay. Yeah. It's just my initials if I were married to a <laughs> Oh my god. Wait, what? Noxon of Rokia. So, no. It was his idea. So, so if you post up, you oh. would just awkwardly have an Instagram. She would change his last name. He said do it. So I did it. Oh. He said it's better than our ingredients. Okay. I, that's great. Michaela Todd, if people want to find you on Instagram, where are they going to find you? It's, it's M F um, -X -O -X -O. um, Michaela Todd, uh, Michaela Todd, M I C H A L A T O D D. Mike, where are they going to find you? And if you would like to find me, you can find me at Mike one five one five. That's M I C one five one five. And if you would like to find Michaela Todd and Michael Jenkins on the exact same channel at the exact same, same time, time, you can find us at okay. Hear me out. That's okay. A Y. Hear me out. Thanks for listening and thanks for watching if I do get this up on your channel. I keep forgetting that we're on camera right now. Sorry. Um, and hopefully we'll do this again in the future. I have a question for you. Okay. Do you want to favor me? Do you want to favor me? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Thanks for joining us, you two. And uh, have a great week. I hope, you, I hope you paid your rent. Yes, pay your rent. You know, no. I paid mine, I think. Right, Mike? Uh, no. Oh. Oh.